episode of Sounds Reasonable to Me. This podcast is created and produced by IamReasonable.com, and I'm your host, CJ Sand. In this week's episode, we're going to take a look at the saying, you are what you eat, because it is true about what you eat, but it can also be true about what you read, and hear, and watch, and what you constantly think about. Now these days, it's hard to find a person that isn't at least a little bit aware and concerned about what they eat. Some know the nutritional value of every slice of bread, every piece of cheese, every ounce of kale. But do we take as much time and care with the other things we consume? Do we take the same care and concern with, say, the books we read, the news we choose to follow, the social media we read and interact with, the people we talk to, the things that we think about when we're by ourselves? Ask yourself, are you making healthy choices with all of these things? Are you getting what you need? Are you consuming things that are good for you? Or... Do you find yourself consuming the word, thought, and idea equivalent of, well, junk food? And could it actually be making you sick? Swiss author and businessman Rolf Dobelli, in his 2011 TED Talk, Four Reasons You Should Stop Watching the News, talks about consuming things, like the news, and how it can actually be quite bad, not only for your thinking, but for your health as well. He says, News is to the brain what sugar is to the body. You can swallow limitless quantities of news flashes, tidbits like jelly beans. But these jelly beans don't nourish you. They don't give you understanding. As a matter of fact, they are quite toxic to your brain. A little later in the talk, he adds, News is toxic to your health. News stories constantly trigger the limbic system, and panicky stories release stress hormones that put your body in a state of chronic tension. I know what he's talking about, and I think he makes a good point. Have you ever noticed how you feel when you watch the news? I can only speak for myself, but for me it is rarely a calming, uplifting, or satisfying experience. More often than not, it's a parade of the sad, the tragic, the frustrating, and the hopeless. The stories are not designed to inform you. They're designed to upset you, to inflame your passions, and most importantly, to keep you from changing the channel or clicking to another website. They've created a car accident that just never ends, and it's hard to look away. Now, some people might say that it's important that we keep up with the news, that it's good to be an informed citizen, and they have a point. But when I was young, we considered ourselves to be well-informed, but we might have had 15 minutes of TV or radio news in the morning, maybe another half hour at lunch, then 30 minutes of local news and 30 minutes of national news around 6 o'clock. Lots of people read a bit of a morning or evening newspaper, and then we get a 15-minute bonus if we stayed up late with the 11 o'clock news. It seemed to be more than enough back then, but there were also a lot of news-free times during the day. Compare that to today's array of 24-hour cable and satellite news networks. 
local and national television news, both print and online newspapers, and the literally millions of online options we all have for news, interaction, and comment. It's more than most of us could ever have dreamt of. A person could literally spend the rest of their lives just trying to keep up with, well, everything. But again, we maybe need to ask ourselves, is this really necessary? Is this really healthy for us? Does watching all of that news actually lead to us making better decisions in our lives? Do these stories actually change our minds on any given topic? Or do we naturally gravitate to the stories and sources that simply reaffirm what we were thinking in the first place? Could it be that by consuming so much news, interacting on such a wide variety of subjects, keeping ourselves in a constant state of tension, always being upset or inflamed by one story or another, could this really be bad for us, both physically and mentally? It's an interesting question. So, what am I trying to say here? I guess it's that I feel that perhaps we should all take a look at our consumption. Whether it's the foods we eat, the liquids we drink, or the words, thoughts, and ideas we listen to. Perhaps we could all take a page from Mahatma Gandhi when he said, Keep my word positive. Words become my behaviors. Keep my behaviors positive. Behaviors become my habits. Keep my habits positive. Habits become my values. Keep my values positive. Values become my destiny. And living a life where not only the things I eat and drink, but also the words, thoughts, and ideas I entertain in my mind, all lead me to living a more enlightened, balanced, positive, and healthy life? Well, that sounds reasonable to me. Thank you for listening. Sounds Reasonable to Me is an IamReasonable.com production. IamReasonable.com Working for a more reasonable tomorrow.